0: I don't know what the PC word was. was, Well, there was like five or six strippers (laughs) um, trying to work for a buck, right? So there was one girl called, uh, who I knew called Lonnie, because I went to school with her, right? So uh, I took her outside with me and I was like, Kari, why? (laughs) Like, I was like, Lonnie, how far? Why you? <laughs> I'll bet that super cash.
1: Hi, ladies. How you doing?
2: Hi, Hi, guys. Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi, guys.
1: Hi, guys. How are you? Yeah. How are you? how's the states? DC. It's good. It's hot.
2: Um. Yeah.
1: Can we have a uh, heat Olympics? Where is it hotter? How hot is it when you say it's hot?
2: Um, I think this is average, huh? I was about to say please don't say Fahrenheit. Yeah, I I actually <laughs> had to pull out my phone because I think it's like thirty in Celsius. Oh, but what that's not like that's hitting, think, about average for summertime, I think. Okay. well we're,
1: we're hitting forties this week, coming week, so it's gonna be like super amazing. Or, or we're not. clapping
2: for you guys because
1: guys, it's gonna be that's big. It's very boiling.
3: Kessa, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you Oh, day has been good. Yeah. With the little ones, the ankle biters and the teenagers. Mm-hmm. Honestly. oh Yeah. Going to the park. I, I think I last went to the park in 2018. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you are joking. I'm serious. Like, I pass outside. I never go in. Because oh. I've there like... Yeah, hey, we play basketball, we do this, we do that. Huh. They were the ones busy there on top of the swings and I said, how? they
2: need thing. to allow the child in them to come out. Like,
1: exactly. you know, as young as you feel man. you're as young mm-hmm. as you feel.
3: That's the thing. But yeah, it's been a good day overall. Now they're all yes. chilling. Yes. And we've got a
1: special edition today. Unfortunately, we don't have novel, but we have Nats! Yes. Hey, you know, so to the
0: standing
1: auntie. Yes,
0: the <laughs> yes. standing auntie
1: for today. So guys, um, yeah, so next, do you have, do you want to do your joke? Oh, <laughs> you're making me start
0: with the joke. Okay, before I start with the joke, because okay. uh, I know we've got like quite a packed um, episode, I just wanted to say I've really been enjoying uh the series and what you guys have been doing i think it's so important and i think i was i think i was talking to you godly when we're doing our patreon when we're recording our patreon now saying that actually it's you, like you literally you don't need to be a mom to get something from it and i think um that's kind of what came across and i wanted to read some of the comments um that came through that i thought were interesting um so uh, Ayanda Nube was like finally caught up to this and I loved it. Thank you for being so open, ladies. C was like, thank you, ladies. This was a really great conversation. The last question though, I think this was the first episode about where did you conceive? Uh oh,
1: yeah.
0: I mean <laughs> there was nothing that, I feel like I don't know if you guys are holding back. Or like, oh me, leads. Oh me oh, just at home. Oh me like
1: well, listen, clearly there was no holding back Because here is evidence of- <laughs> There was no holding back On the night of conception
2: I know but I, I wanted to hear You know like
0: We're on a road trip You know at at the back of a car Or something
3: like you know That's but- going
2: to be for you uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes
3: Definitely <laughs> totally, yes annoying, I, mean, like, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know but I find that Those kind of situations Like when you're getting it on like probably back of a car road trip or something like that it's all like pretty spontaneous and like spur of the moment kind of thing
2: yeah. you're
3: not well sometimes it does happen that in linear you will conceive but a lot of times it's just you know the kickoff
0: with-
2: I, I, I it's um, like <laughs> you do not think later but then usually nothing yeah nothing happens <laughs>
3: Nothing really happens. It? Honestly, this is this is a wholesome episode. Oh know? sorry. Sorry, let me just read the conversation. <laughs>
0: then more was like great conversation, ladies. And then Wilmore was like fails all around. What a lovely episode. Victoria say thank you. Uh lovely conversation, so relevant to me right now. And there's a lot of that. And I know, like, we've got some emails. Yeah. Uh, I mean I, I want to read one actually,
1: so. like from Wendy. Mm-hmm. he said um i listened. To, it's, it's a bit of a long email so, so i listened with interest to episode on motherhood and he said, to Hucolia, I have two kids 19 years apart my first is in Zambia, and my daughter here in the uk nine years ago although i was in the rudeness of health uh my pregnancy with her was thames geriatric um, a term I despised. Back then, there was a lot of support given to moms by the government. Um, she drew my thirty-month mat leave. I joined Sure Start Bumps and Bundles group where friendships formed, then are still still stand today. We would sit and interact with our babies, discuss all sort of parenting and baby issues like pelvic floor, breastfeeding, when to start solids. Um, so basically, she just goes on. She mentions how constructive this group was. How it was actually free, um, and I think what has what it demonstrates is that from having all these things that are free, baby sensory, baby massage, all as part of this short start pr- campaign, you now have to pay for all these things. Like you know, one mm. class I went took Lily to messy play, where they were just <laughs> <laughs> messy play. <laughs> That's that's all it was. Like, you know, there's bits of broccoli here and there. Um, the top, uh, edible paint, whatever it is. And that class was co- cost costing like nearly nine pounds for like forty five minutes. So I think it it was just quite interesting to hear like those experiences about how politically things have changed for us as well. Um, and I don't know what it's like where you are when go we'll see like in, in the States in terms of um are there free um like free things that people like not things but free activities that they're
2: there but a lot of them are paid or it's like what is it called um they term it like a contribution so it's like it's not a fixed amount um but there's more of the paid stuff there used to be what was this program called where like you can buy a package of things like different activities Mm -hmm. um oh my gosh i can't remember what it's called but they recently said go to their gone out of business, I guess, over the the pandemic, but there's a a range of stuff like the local libraries, like will have kids time and then some activity there that's usually free. And then add on to the other more fancier titled things that you have to pay for.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I think as well, what's the changing in government has also shown us is that there's so many centers that uh, used to provide these free activities, um, but they're all shutting down. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff there, but it is it, it does become pricey. You know, I saw one person doing like a baby sensory, which is things things that I suppose termed important in child's development, but they are so pricey. They become so expensive as time. You know, if you're doing them time and time again, and which is what you
2: you want to do. But yeah, so and I think uh sorry and I think now with like social media people share these things and then they notice "Good, oh it's getting popular let's make money um of this thing because you're getting a lot of more people interested in it anyway yeah.
1: yeah no absolutely absolutely but there's loads of free resources on things like YouTube and um, mm-hmm. there's some very creative people out there who um will do things like whether with just food and just just kind of like spaghetti, like get kids to kind of play around with that, and kind of develop the sensory, you know, that baby sensory thing. So there's loads of stuff on YouTube which you can, if you've got the time and the ability to do it at home. Otherwise, you know, you let the child play, let them play outside, play all the class you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so ladies, today I thought we would talk about. Like I listened with interest. Um, a couple, no, on Father's Day, we had the guys take over um, for Girls and Skies or the girls, guys, guys and Skies take over, Wem, Torn, gava, Lee and who am I forgetting? Who's the fourth one? Gama uh, came together and they were talking about their experiences as fathers. So a bit of a similar setup in that three of them have, they have children or kids and one is uh, soon to be. Uh, father but I listened with interest like it was such a open and honest conversation Four men again different different geographical lo- locations um, different experiences with women different experiences with raising um, children in relationships or raising children as co-parents um, but it was an interesting conversation There was a few things that they touched on that I wondered if we could just kind of go back and um and, and and discuss the first thing um the guys mentioned about how you know the difficulty it is in building that routine so building a routine where you've got a child um how sometimes it can be challenging when you're on your own because you know everything is just kind of falling on you to kind of you get up in the morning you the feeding is on you the feeding the bar thing is on you doing a school drop-offs picking up the child coming back home ensuring that they're fed and and so forth and so forth so that was one of the boys I think it was Lee who kind of raised that and it kind of touched me or it made it, it interested me because I even in a two-parent two is that right two-parent relationship I still feel like there is a lot that is on me. So it was quite interesting to hear from a man's perspective that guys, you know, this is actually quite tough, but I'm sitting here thinking, Oh, but even when it's the two of us, it's still quite tough. You know, it's still, there's a lot of juggling. There's a lot of, sometimes, you know, you're up from seven o'clock and Lee doesn't go to bed till about eight. So even Mm -hmm. within that period in time, it's quite it's quite hectic sometimes. Like the only time we get a little bit of peace is when Ulili is sleeping. So that's in, in a two-parent household. So I was wondering about your guys' experiences and just what your thoughts were on that. I'm like, you know, and Matt, I thought it would be quite interesting to hear your take on it because we have had this discussion where you kind of like, oh, you know, sometimes when there is um, a single parent, that parent will get a little bit more assistance. So I wonder if you can maybe, exp- maybe start by expagrating on that. Um, yeah, let's mark on yeah. um, <laughs> on that, uh, point because I, I just to give it a little bit more, um, and then I'll hear from, we'll hear from the ladies.
0: Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yes. If you don't mind. Uh, yeah. So, so, um, and obviously I'm really interested to hear what the others will say, cause you guys actually have the experience and I'm just really an observer. Um, I thought it was interesting like the conversation that the guys had, but I think what that was, it kind of reflected the, the just the different, um, the different configurations that people have, right? You know, like you were talking about two-parent household, single parents, but you know, they're also single dads, you know, so, you, so sometimes we don't even think about that conversation. But I think for me, <clears throat> what they were saying and also what you guys are saying, like it just makes you realize that whoo it's 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 you know it uh, like i was listening to you guys and i think i put a comment um on the first episode i was like oh this is the greatest contraceptive (laughs) (laughs) listening to this because it ranges from god to like (laughs) whoo this is this is a lot so i think I, i i can and i see it from my friends and people that i have access to just just how much it takes because you have to be present mentally and everything and i guess what i will talk about is how i was raised right so i was raised by my grandparents my maternal grandparents and i grew up in a setup and obviously this is like zim it's not the west it's different but i grew up in a setup where i had my grandparents i had aunts uncles who were like teens whatever so literally my upbringing it was a village it was so many people it didn't fall on one person it was I mean obviously like my grandmother was probably like the primary decision maker but there was my grandmother my grandfather my mom my aunt uncle and and that's not even counting people who work you know helpers people who work outside so it was literally I, so I cannot imagine me being raised and it probably would have been a lot more um maybe it would have been a better, a better experience for me if you just have that one person or the, the two people but it was literally like a whole and that was just my story up until you know like all through school all, all through whatever right um and then looking now like here like where we are the fact that for the most part people are so um inward facing like people like it's not as communal as home uh we we for the most part you can't afford to have like a helper or a child mind sort of staying with you full time um and that's just not how we were raised and i remember i was having this conversation with someone who was saying they don't think their parents could do what they are doing because they were like my parents like we had like two maids at home we had you know three or four so people working. And, and literally most of my upbringing was was those people plus parents plus grandparents plus this so I just think I think it's a lot um right now um I mean, it's it's rewarding, but it really does
1: sound like... Yes, but I, I'm, I'm wanting to hear you say with your chest uh-huh. that, oh, you know, I think that if you're a single mom, um, people will rally around you a lot more. Oh, and, I, okay. and I just wondered, like, if that perspective, like, for people, for example, in the diaspora, like, does, does that actually...
0: I, and again, this is an observation. It's not an, a lived experience. I think what I was saying, I think for the most part, obviously, if you are if you are married or a couple or whatever, like if there's two of you, there's that inbuilt support. But what I was saying, and um, hopefully I'll be able to kind of explain it, was that I do sometimes think that people who are married or people who have their partners with them or whatever, right, Say if there's two of you and you guys have a baby, there's two layers of it, right? One is your actual relationship slash marriage. So people leave you alone for the most part. Think about it, like if your friend gets married, right? Forget about her even having a baby. You're going to kind of be more respectful just of their space in comparison to when they were on their own, right? When they're on their own, you could call up like, "What's happening?" Can I come over, whatever, right? But when they are now sort of like married or whatever, you kind of have to respect that. So I do think that so. Then, if you put in a baby in that matrix, right? For the most part, I think people will be like, oh, just check me in. Hope you guys are doing well. But expecting Wooty, you guys are a unit, you're fine. Yeah. But I, I have seen situations where maybe someone is not married or whatever. But then, so people feel a lot more like, I as, as is, let's actually do something. You know, yeah. do you need help? Let's let. Can I come over? You know, mm. can I do this? But again, like I said, it's just an observation, and I I, I could be completely wrong.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it, it rings true in that. and uh, I hope you can maybe come in and just share again your experiences. It's something that you have brought up before about how you know. It sounds like you have just an amazing tribe around you you had your, you had, or I mean, when um, in, in the middle of your studies and stuff like that, and it sounds like people just rallied around you. So do you think that your experiences are actually, do they transcend to others, like other people who may be, um, you know, in, in a situation where they are on, on their own? Do you think that, or do you think yours is uh, one in... I don't know, 10,000, 100,000, one in a million kind of situation.
2: Not even, I think it's like, it's almost like a 50-50 situation. It starts with who your tribe was even before you had the child. So you've had these people around and then now there's a child and they understand the situation. They step up, they step in, they check in. Mm -hmm. But I will say this to Nat, um, what I have also learned from people that are married, um, a lot of the women still complain about having to do the bulk of the work, mm-hmm. especially if they are a stay at home mom. Yeah. There's that, even though a lot of us have left home and we're trying to do things differently, a lot of guys still have that mindset. So it's like, oh, your baby's crying, or the baby's crying. Whereas, you know, some. Uh, people are like, okay, you know what? I'll pump when the baby cries. I'll win when the guy you can feed the baby. So it's it goes both ways. But unfortunately, even in marriage, mm. the woman is still doing the bulk of
1: of the work. The,
2: um, the work yeah. because yeah. to them it's like, ah, but if Umdana is crying, you can do this or you can. But at the same time, it's like you can also do certain things and then when we get to a point where, okay, uh, the baby won't stop crying, let's maybe come together and figure out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of the single parent, I think it starts with who you had really in the beginning and it continues from there. And though you tend to keep those people around. I do also understand what Nat was saying, when, pe- when people get married, it's almost like now they're it. in a different circle and then they're on their own. I've seen that too, but for the most part, it's the people that have been there before and they'll tend to stick around.
1: So basically just Oh, sorry, sorry. So, so basically just stick around, stick is it's about ensuring that You're your trying. foundation is set prior to having um yeah. having things. And it kind of rings to light what's well like Nat had an episode with Wow well, Patisa and Patisa sorry about Patisanyati and, Yati, and he kind of says to, you know kind of thing and I think that's kind of becomes diluted as time progresses and becomes you know 24-7 that you're the one doing everything and yet making sure that everyone else is um, feds make sure that the house is clean and stuff. And I think that is why a lot of women end up suffering from things like postnatal depression. So before your point that just hold on to it. Kesha, I'm wondering if you can just maybe what what are your thoughts on 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 this?
3: Um yeah I do agree with what Mkos is saying like if you you know you have like your tribe beforehand before baby comes because I think like we all tend to sort of I I don't want to say develop, but we all make kind of decisions, um, you know, at a certain age. And like, if we're all together and, you know, there's some who have had babies before us and that kind of a thing, then they're also able to sort of say, oh, you know, when I had a baby, it was like this and that, and you can share stuff. Um, And like, it's so, and they're also on hand to, be there to help sometimes it's not that obviously everybody has babies but then you decide okay I want to have a baby and they're there with you um I also have found that since moving this uh, this side my kind of again I they I have people I know, and we've all kind of like, we've all been in touch and we speak about experiences with our babies and how, okay, I'm pregnant and this is what I'm going through. So they're not, like for me, mine has not been actually physical. They've um, been also virtual. And it's just like still being able to keep all of that in place and saying, yes, we are all doing this. And yeah, that's um the sort of thing. Um, Another thing that has helped as well, I suppose, is attending um, like the groups, like the short start groups and all that stuff that also helps to build friendships. But for me, I personally wasn't that type of person. because at that time, like with Zach, at that time I was a student. So I was like getting back into work, into uni work um, and my studies. But like my friends then, were quite like supportive and like oh if you need anything but yeah it's just quite okay. good yeah
1: okay. and Nat or you about to say something
0: oh no just quickly I think I wanted to say Uti uh, when cause you like you guys made the point that I was trying to make that um, um I was clumsily trying to make Uti sometimes people who are married actually have more on them it, it, like like you were saying because maybe the, their partner may not be pulling like the weight that they need to um mm-hmm. and because you, you just you leave them to it but i think the only way we can ask the answer that question is god well, if you tell us like what yeah because we're all like making assumptions but it's kind of like because you were in a situation where like you you know you were doing your own thing whatever and it's kind of like then you got married then you had a baby like. Because when Kasi ma- ma- mentioned the point about you know you you have your tribe, but then people step up. Do you feel like anyone stepped like? Because I think that's the only way we can sort of maybe yeah. talk
1: about that. Yeah, I agree. The, the 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 danger is, and again, it's something that we spoke about in the past as well. Is the whole like stepping back from your friends once they. Oh, go into like a, another chapter of their lives is I, I, I worry that sometimes for people who may be scared to kind of speak up and speak out that, you know, I'm struggling, um, it, it takes a lot of ownership on the person to be like, you know, I'm taking charge of my mental health and this is what I need. And um, just to, to openly speak about it, because sometimes when people step back, you also then worry, Uti how am I, how do I bring this to light? Because everyone's just kind of, oh, things are, things are absolutely fine, you know, and people, there's that expectation that, oh, you should be fine, you know? Um, and then you start worrying yourself, with okay, so am I, is, 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 am I the issue when I'm not managing, if that makes sense? So I think sometimes when people are entering just different stages in their life, it's about also just continuing, like, wink is saying that tribe continuing in the same way because that person is still that person, you know i'm still I'm still me at the end of the day. I'm still the person who wants to boogie till crazy o'clock and have my one. I just you know need to think about okay, but seven o'clock Julia I' gonna get up, so I can't have my bar so things like that so I think I, I say this to say that yes, step back, give them space, but also stay close. That makes sense, stay step back but stay close because you know people 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 need that ongoing support um and then so so yeah so so, so thank you for sharing your experiences guys and then the the other thing that they they spoke about was their experiences as as i suppose children or toddlers as babies what they remembered of is the question was asked did you do you think your dad's changed your, your nappy? Or do you think your father figure changed your nappy or the person who was uh, the father figure in your life? And I, I it made me think. Uh, my, my situation, my mom had me, my dad wasn't in the picture already. Um, so she had me and went to live with my, um, my uncle, her brother. And I can honestly say that that's, he that he did not like I you know I don't think he he, he changed his trouble I, I don't think he did and I think it was probably I, I wish my mom was here to, to ask She so she could share her experiences but he is the sort of man who is like oh you know what yeah you know I mean he'll do that sort of thing but what are your ladies experiences did you have Um, did your father's or did your father figures when you do you think that they changed nappy?
2: I can say for sure no my grandfather did not and I think it's that generation and even then I think if my own parent had been there no because it's that generation my grandfather was good for you know there from a distance that but that was about it so anything else I mean he wasn't even like he's from that generation which housework is women's work so no Mm -hmm. um so and no here so
1: and okay and then something else to think about is would you expect the partner that you're with should you have more children would you want them and that's when you have your babies would you expect him to kind of really be that hands-on
3: yes
2: Mm -hmm. and I can like again I keep saying which I feel like our generation and younger, I'm seeing a lot of things done differently. I could, you know, with my, with my friends that have kids, you know, they, they are parenting. Oh, and I I guess that's over here. I think it's, I think it would be nice to have someone who is at home because obviously their dynamic is a little bit different. Lapa, you don't have too much of a choice because Help is not easy to like, house help is not easy to come by. So, if I did, I would expect them to because the child is ours Mm -hmm. and we're both doing this. So, whatever it is, which you're taking turns to change the baby, bathe the baby, all that stuff, we're supposed to be doing it together. And so, like I said, I think the question would be more for someone who is at home because I think then we can kind of expect yeah. to see a different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point.
1: So we're gonna come back to that. So you're gonna come back to something that you said, but I'm interested to hear your guys, your your opinions. Like what what do you think your father figures? or did your father change or not be? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I,
0: I, I don't I don't see it. <laughs> so uh, I, I i i don't it's so interesting it's, i i don't i don't know maybe he did but because um when i was born like my parents lived together for a, a short while um but i remember like my father's sister was brought in like she was like a late teen so obviously she was brought in to kind of help mm-hmm. um, and then when i went to my grandparents i don't think my i cannot see ukulu i cannot <laughs> <I'm>, i can't <laughs> my grandfather you know doing any of that my uncle's not but for for me like when I was now like four or five like my one of my uncles like he was because they were kind of youngish um he he really did like like he would be the uncle that takes you to the shops that takes you like he wouldn't mind being with the four or five year old the Mm towels all that sort of stuff. Um, but I don't believe they did. I could be wrong. Uh, but I know my dad, he's younger. Oh, not. Yeah? Let me not put our business. One of the youngest kids <laughs> was born in the 2000s. And I remember that he, for a while, for a long while, he was the one raising her. Like, from when she was a baby. So she must have been changing. But I, I think it shows that evolution. Yes. Um, and then if, if, you know, if when, if I were to have a child, yeah, I would want my partner to, 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 to be involved because for me, I also haven't, I, I love kids, you know, but my experience with kids is really from when they're like, not even toddlers, but like maybe five onwards, you know, sort of thing, like. I think I'm always kind of like, I'm like the fun auntie, we're doing TikToks and stuff like that. So I actually don't have a lot of experience with babies, babies. Um, so let me it would be new for me. So I would be hoping to, to get as much, whether we're figuring out together for both new parents or if that person actually has had kids, like maybe they could be teaching me. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. And see so both of you guys have raised something that I, I, I also wanted to kind of uh, discuss, because there was a question asked from the guys like, what is it that what is name one thing that you wish women knew?" And one of the guys, Gamma, said that we are capable of looking after children or babies and in in my experience like as 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 a mom i i guess because we carry these children there's almost a... like you know we are so in touch with the with with them we know when they are not well or do you not know i mean you know that something is not right you may not be able to pinpoint what it is, but you're like no, there's something not right so there's that kind of an instinct that's natural instinct that is um that comes from us. But sometimes it seems that it can almost be a hindrance because we are then becoming very possessive over the baby. Or oh, um, I need to be the baby. I need to be the one who's bathing the baby. And all this. So it seems to me like it was a bit of a cry, like. Guys, we know what we're doing, and sometimes you notice that even if you're both first-time parents, you always find that it's the mom who's doing most of the caring for the for the for the child. And I wanted to hear like your experiences as well, like what you guys' thoughts are in that. Like, do you think that women can become almost overprotective, or I don't know if overbearing when babies are, especially when they're in their in their early early weeks, early months because they're still quite fragile and you end up doing taking on a lot. And as a result, you find that many men kind of then step back. And then when you're now expecting the man to step forward because they have just constantly been stepping back, like what are you guys' experiencing, Ketla, maybe you can can start off with this one. Like, what do you think of, of the whole, do mothers in the first few weeks or first few months when a baby is born become do too much and not let the father
3: in, I think yes. I think we do. Definitely, I can watch and say I did.
1: Okay.
3: And yeah. Why? It's, why? Why? Why did you? It was just that whole like I think at home with little dad. There was that whole thing you would see. Oh, mama's the one who takes care of the child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the man. I go and do my thing, and then I come back home, and the whole thing yeah just that whole sort of thing um, and like I think also because I was breastfeeding it, it he didn't have that chance to mm. but then he also wasn't pretty much hands on and I think I just felt like you know it's let me just get on with this and then as he as he got older then he kind of but still it was just yeah He'd always be like, go to your mom, eh, my like, like, mom, I'm too lazy. You know, that sort of a thing. But with um Zach's dad, it was quite the opposite because I wasn't breastfeeding, I was bottle feeding. So he like he would get up and do bottles at night. Um, he would also do them during the day. Like he would change him, he would bath him. He was pretty hands-on. Um, and I think also because at the same time, so sort of a few months before his daughter had a baby as well. So he was kind of getting into that groove of dad, even though we didn't see the baby that much because like I was quite advanced as well. but then he was like getting himself into it. So it's yeah, he was quite like, yes, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And because I also would like so I didn't take any sort of leave after having him kind of a week later I was back in uni, wow. yeah. um, so he had to step up and yeah.
1: And did you, did you trust him too? Or did you feel like you know you have no choice, you just have to?
3: Yeah, I was like, I have no choice. Yeah. But I'd constantly be worrying, like, yeah. I'd be sending messages. Have you fed him? Have you done his work? You know, that kind of a thing. They were like, oh, he's fine. i was like, somehow, I, I don't know, kind mm-hmm. of. And it's, it'll be like, I get home sort of like the first hour. I get into the or like when he comes to pick me up, because he'd be with him, I'd just be sitting in the back, like just looking at him, like, oh my gosh, are you okay, baby?
1: <laughs> You're alive. Oh, that's what it is. You're
3: alive.
1: <laughs> He's just like, like, they're
3: like, okay. And I'm like, oh, backing over him. And yeah. then I get into the house, and like the first time, I'm just like sitting there, cuddling him, like, oh my gosh, I missed mm-hmm. you so much, but are you all right? And then just, you know, checking, like, is he okay and yeah but it was that kind of a thing like you know I I don't know whether it's it for me there was a bit of sort of I was very attached to him and I just sort of didn't want to let him go and I was like oh but then yeah
1: yeah no I hear you I hear you Wengosi do you think um, should you venture into motherhood again have do you think you'd be able to now that you've had um, you're first born and you know that, you know, they are resilient little things. Do you think you'd be able to let the father of the baby kind of do most of the caring? Like, do you think you'd be able to have that bit of, bit of a role reversal? Because you have that knowledge that, oh, you
2: know what, actually, I got by with all of me. Um, Do you know what? There's, um, like I said, because I said, the child is ours anyway, but I think also you have to look at the person that you're dealing with. if the person is not forthcoming or not, when I feel like you shouldn't have to keep saying to somebody, hey, can you pick up the baby? Hey, can you do this? So they also have to kind of be pushing it a little bit to show I'm trying to do this with you or, Mm -hmm. you know, but I hope that it would be somebody who Mm -hmm. would, be hands-on mm-hmm. and even just to be like, oh, okay, you're doing this here, let me get the baby. Or mm-hmm. I, I feel like it it's, um, a big part of it depends on the person as well. Right. But yes, I would, I think we have that instinct we, or we're on autopilot. We're mm-hmm. just doing things because somehow it's just coming to us. But if that other person is not, saying hey let me do this or just doing it it's almost like we am tumor but it's like we should be doing this together uh, yeah, yeah yeah no i hear you
1: and 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 that's i know you're for your for your future experiences do you think you'd be able to um you know let the, your partner I mean, if you're, if you're both first-time parents for example you'd be a first-time mom do you think that you'd be able to like I know it's, it's a bit difficult to imagine but bearing in mind everything that we have said bearing in mind what the guys said as well like what are your thoughts like what do you think instinctively will happen do you think it's nurture or is it just going to be something that? I don't know
0: I think it's hard Ancho. like you just don't know but I mean I want to think yeah I would um I I yeah because I think it gives them bonding time mm-hmm. and I think I've, <laughs> I've always been a fan of women who just up and like leave the baby for the weekend mm-hmm. and just be like you figure it out and actually come back and it was fine and it probably is hard even for the mom mm-hmm. if initially But, you know, because you need that, because you need to be able to recharge, to come back and be the best version of you with anything, right? So for me, instinctively, if you're asking me, if I'm quite honest, like Vanessa used to laugh at me, because every time I talk about having a baby, it would creep in my conversation about who I would leave the baby with. So it's like, how come your imaginary baby is always being left with people? I'd be, like, cause I'd be like, I've got a podcast to do, girl. I got things. <laughs> so, so it's but, but I don't know. I may not. I may turn into you know one of those those moms who I don't want to be, but I may become them. But yeah, yeah.
1: No, it's it's interesting because like I guess we all have an idea of the type of mom uh, we want to be, and then you are the mom. You know, like you're talking about leaving your your child for the weekend I haven't left Lily for for more than a few hours yet um and do you know it, it's probably because of my experiences of living with yeah, me English is Englishing, of leaving Tamara um at I left Tamara when she was 18 months and I tell you it's something that I wish to God my my uncle and aunt or people around me at that time would ask me like, how has that affected you? Because I probably am very overprotective of um, of Ulili now. And probably at times when I, I, I probably don't need to be, but I, I don't know what it is. It's just, I have this, I don't know, I have this fear. And I can't even explain what the fear is of. Like I know that she's perfectly safe, but there's something like, you know, and I, I haven't shared this before, but I remember the very day, the last day I left, I left um, I left Tamara and she was about 18 months old. And even just me saying bye to her it didn't feel, I didn't know what I was saying bye to, you know, it seemed, it wasn't like a bye, I'll see you tomorrow. I knew that I wouldn't see her tomorrow because I was, I spent, uh, I flew from Harare. So I was spending a night or a couple of nights in Harare then flying. So it wasn't even that but there's just this whole sadness around it. And um, I remember we were about to drive, so I gave her a hug, she was sleeping, she was sleeping on her tummy in the bedroom. And I gave her, I woke up, I gave her a hug and I put her back to sleep. Then I walked to the car, got into the car and then sat in the car. And then we're just about to drive off. I was like, oh, I forgot something. And I hadn't forgotten anything, but I got out of the car and went back and she she was up at this time looking for me. Um, and she was crying and I picked her up and I know I just held her in my arms and I I, 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 honestly I feel like something broke in me that day and there's times when I think of that when I am leaving oh my goodness like I'm getting all emotional but it's not it's not meant to be an emotional thing but um I guess I say this to say that I it'd it, it it'll be interesting we have this on on, on recording anyway it'd be interesting to see how you are like after saying like oh I'll be that mom who will leave um um I, I think I would have wanted that for myself as well like I would have wanted to be that mom who's able to go go away for a weekend I definitely need to go away for a weekend but there is something that's I can't break and it's it, it's 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 just something that it's not I probably it's probably not very healthy for me as well. But anyway, what about you guys? Like when did huh?
0: Wait, can I just say no? Thank you for sharing that because mm-hmm. like said, we haven't shared it and it's quite um it it's it makes a lot of sense. Um we can cut this up, but I remember like when Tamara joined you. Mm-hmm. And we, like we always used to say, like we would say, "Kylie's so protective of Tamara." Like Tamara was like 16 or whatever at the time, whatever. And then Kylie would be like, "If was like, I want to go to the store, like I'm coming with you." <laughs> you know, but 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 it makes sense, and I think maybe there's room for us to even actually have another discussion with people who leave their kids or send their kids back home like for real reasons you know like child care is so expensive There's people like send their kids home for two to three years and then the kids come back but if you talk to them they're like yeah i save money but you know so yeah. i and, and, and it's it's our, it's our community it comes back to the whole yeah. thing right because you had to live to make a better life Mm. But you didn't really understand. Like you're saying, you didn't understand. I remember. I always say, like when I left Zim, and I had no, the, I was not responsible for anything. But I didn't understand that I would like. This is going to be year twenty for me here. I didn't understand.
1: Hey, I have clocks.
0: Clocks, yes, I didn't yeah. understand that I'm leaving, and possibly I thought maybe I'll come back in a few months. Mm-hmm. So, no, thank you for sharing that. And I think it'll be interesting to hear other people who've had similar experiences of being apart yeah. from their children
1: yeah. um, for, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. for a period in time. And is this something that if you were ever, like, you know, if things got really, really bad, like, I know your your babies are not quite babies, but they're a bit older. But so your one is still very much in her early years. If things got like, you know, there was like, oh, you know, I'd bring her home, you know, would you,
2: would you? I have a very, very big fear of ever having to be in that situation. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it goes back to me having grown up with Iboko. So obviously I don't remember at what point my mom left and stuff like that. But for me, that is big. It's like, I want to be there Um, I want to experience things I feel like she's at a point where she needs me she's still learning so me having to be away from her like I've sat and thought about it I'm like okay I'm here and unfortunately these are things that we have to think about I'm always like okay if something happens to me who's going to raise my child and if I tell you how anxious that Mm. thought is for me and and, you know, you pick a couple of people and then you have this whole thing. So I, I, fee- I fear if I ever had to do that, I would not be okay. Yeah. Um, but I do have people, you know, my mom is there, my sisters are there. Then these are not people that I'd home,
3: mm.
2: And so that, that would make things even more challenging. Like if I had to pick yeah. someone who's at home, but then also someone who, you know, would be okay my child will be okay and things like it's a lot because obviously nobody's going to raise your child exactly the way you do and just thinking about that you know it's such a big big decision but I this is something I've thought about and it's like something very difficult for me to think about which if I even had to be away from her for a while I don't know um, how I would do, and it would also depend who she's with right right okay
1: no that makes that makes sense because I know your situation is also a bit unique in that I think your parents is it your mom and your dad um looked, had looked after your babies from how old were they so what that's, what has that been like um, for you
3: um that's been it's oh it's been something else it's been an experience because I so growing up it's, it's kind of always been my parents. And then we've had the helpers. Um, family was there, but never really involved. Mm-hmm. So my parents have been heavily involved in raising us. Yeah. Um, and then when we moved back at Goli, so I moved first and then my siblings came after. Um, and it was just us. So when my younger siblings came over the side, it was just my young sister and I in a, a goalie and then had the kids that when the kids came along when I came so I came over Lebo was two He had, he was just about to turn two and like you had that same thing of leaving and he was just like I'm going to leave this little baby and <laughs> am leaving with my sister and it was like, okay yeah it's fine but it just didn't feel right like he was there with me all the time and even though his dad was there sometimes his dad wasn't there but he was a constant and I was a constant in his life and then all of a sudden like I wasn't there Mm
1: -hmm.
3: that for me was just a lot and um, coming over and then kind of getting like reports of oh he's doing well he's growing he's studying like he had teeth already he's teething he's lost some teeth suddenly all those milestones I miss them and he was like okay I'm trying to get a better life for him and he's going to come here you know it you know when you plan something and say okay by the time he's like three four he's going to be here he didn't get here until he was eight and so it was just a whole lot of things and for me it was like is my son even going to remember me um, it, will he still know that I'm his mom? Like he knew that I was his mom. Um, and like like with my folks my when my late brother went back home because he was here and he went back home, he stayed with him for some time, and so he would like tell him about me, and like there were photos and you know, all that stuff, and I'd constantly call, but it's just not the same. And yeah, like when I had Zach, I was very it was also that part of that thing who would say. I don't want to miss a thing. Cause like this level, I missed a lot. Mm. And so I was pretty comfortable with the first two years. Mm. And then afterwards I was like pretty lost because yeah, I have an eight year old, mm. but I don't know what happens after three or after they turn two and all those things. And so like my parents were quite um, supportive, like cause mama would visit, they would visit and come up north and that kind of a thing. And then yeah, um, yeah when so when Zach turned two we moved down um that was after we relocated and everything so we came down and moved into the parents house so then they their bond with their grandparents strengthened and I was happy about that because I I never had that bond with either side of my grandparents due to like being in different countries um yeah never got to see them that much so now they have this thing that I never got to have which I'm like I'm here for it and the attachment is like so real because like I said I think the last probably first or second episode where there was the time my parents were like they're going back home right and was like I am going back with them and like uh, no word of a lie I was just okay but in that okay i was dying inside like i went back to my flat and i like cried i remember to to my brother my cousin brother downstairs i called him and i was like you know the thing is like if a mama go back i i'm happy for them to go back Mm -hmm. but i know that zach is going to want to go back level maybe not so much but Zach definitely and he's like but zach is your last born. he's even i'm like they're both my babies he's like how are you gonna cope i'm like i'm not gonna cope but then my thing is knowing that he's there with them and it's not that he's seen them for the first time he's been with them since he was two so he's had like eight or nine, well, basically this is nine years of being with them mm. it's different but I was still like now I'm gonna miss like his formative years whereas I've had levels formative years with him now I'm, I'm gonna miss sex you know I was just like yeah. this is yeah so it's, it's been a bit of a and I, I don't know if i would it's really hard i was like i don't know if i can yeah deal with it honestly guys
1: it's just it's just a, a, roller, a roller coaster of emotions like honestly there's times you question are you doing the right thing yeah. do you do the right thing um but one thing that i have appreciated like recently is, um, I don't know if you've read, oh my God, you guys should read Viola Davis is finding me. It is amazing. Um, and she talks about how, she says, um, something along the lines of, re- when you can recognize that your parents did the best for you with what they had is, like, you know, you get to a different point of realization or something along those lines, don't quote me, but something along those lines. And that is something that has given me a lot of comfort in the last few years, because I feel like there's a lot of healing that needs to happen with my loss of raising Tamara and hence this motherhood episode where I'm like, gosh, I'm a mother again, but I don't really, like you're saying, Keshav, the picking of the milestones and I have no idea. Putting around kind of it's hard work but um you know just to kind of move things along just to something a little bit more lighter and I'm just aware of our time as well but what are the what are the great things of of being a mom apart from the process of being one Of getting to be a mom which Natasha can elaborate on a bit later but um but what are the great things about being a mom I
3: guess for me it's seeing my little people that i have co-created with someone else mm. and how it's amazing how much of they have their own individuality mm. and their little personalities and how they're growing and how i see myself and i see like their fathers and i see like some of my siblings in them mm. And their behaviors and the way they are and it's just like it reminds you of them yeah it's absolutely amazing and how they're growing up to you know the things that they like to do and just the way they are yeah and I suppose my way of parenting them as well I'm trying not to parent the way my parents parented me yeah. and um although I'm still very strict because they're boys and I suppose if they still girls I'll still be strict but like I always count my lucky stars that I've got boys because, yeah. But it's it's just that thing. It's just like, oh my gosh, I created people. Have you seen my people?
1: <laughs> that is my, nice. that is my. Nice. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Iglesi? what's great about uh, being a mom to a woman?
2: I think it's just uh, watching them grow into this person. Obviously, I feel like they're born with such big personalities, <laughs> but they keep showing brighter and brighter every day. Yeah. Learning all, you know, learning all the things that they like. Watching them go from, oh, I like this color now. I don't like this color. Those kind of little little things, and then obviously they're growing up in a world with so much technology, and they're now telling you, um, you know, all the things that they learn or random things that they pick up, and you just, it's just a, a fascinating to watch them develop into these um, big people. Mm. Yeah. yeah okay and like oh, okay, i said with you, seeing with okay she has a little bit of this person and a little bit of this person and overall they're their own person but mm-hmm. a combination mm-hmm. of of different people people
1: yeah yeah no i hear you i hear that do you want to tell us what's fun about um <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what what does parenting look look like, or what are you looking forward
3: to?
0: Thank you, echoes. That's a nice save because this one was coming with some other. <laughs> she was coming left field. Listen, um, I I I hope it happens for me. Um, I I pray it does. Um, I I just think it's cool to have like your own little person, like your own inbuilt. Um. Hopefully, like, like your inbuilt buddy who best friend have your hopefully always have your back. Not to say it's it's easy or whatever, but it's just like, oh, you know, this world is so tough. People are so fickle. Like, I I need it. I need my own cheerleader. So I've decided since because I'm a fan of the boys. <laughs> no. <laughs> like like you know, just your own chili <laughs> thing. Uh, I think I think I think that's 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 nice. Um but but yeah, obviously not too. I know it's not a walk in the park, um, but I just think kids are so cute, like their energies, like like if, if you've got bad vibes, they just won't rock with you. Like they are so honest. Mm, mm yep and i I just like that and i just like when you see a child's personality shining through and it's like and sometimes it's like their own personality Mm -hmm. and and that's why i don't know i just that's why you i'm just like oh wow look at god because you see like people and they're like this child isn't isn't it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily the nurturing. This is just how they came like with their own thing. So I just think, um, young people are, are awesome. Um, so yeah, yeah. Whether it happens or whether I'm like just an auntie or whatever, I think that's, that's what I like.
1: Just yes, auntie. Yeah. shine through. Yeah. Yeah. No, awesome guys. And um, for me, it's pretty much what you guys have, have said, um, And then some because it's just amazing to look um, at your little person and just be like, wow, you literally came from me, you know, came from within me. And it's just it's just amazing. And I look at Tamara and she's really is such a she's a good friend, you know, We have uh, good, open, honest conversations. And, you know, she tells me when I I, where I'm wrong. This generation two thousands, you know, they don't listen. But um, it, it's just nice to to kind of also be able to to parent in the way that I suppose my mom would have wanted to parent me in my um in my formative years as well. Um, so I'm just kind of putting that back into her, like just really putting a little bit of wisdom, like you know okay to make mistakes and I've got your back and so I I like that aspect Then I like with Uli even when I'm trying to teach her so the word of the week the word of the month is mama and she is going on about dada and baba and everything but you know
2: there are people they can't be told anything so good luck with that one good luck with that one you'll you'll be surprised the first word will be tamara (laughs) Oh! <laughs> yeah i'll wow, be so happy
1: like oh my goodness <laughs> but no so you know it's just it's just it's just all love i look at them both and I, I i just can't even imagine the amount of love that i have for them both so it's just it's 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 they're just nice nice to be around not always but yeah yeah, sometimes. yeah. but yeah no guys i think we'll wrap it up there. a different story a different story can i do my story okay
0: okay are you guys ready yeah (laughs) okay so do you want to hear a true story right so last week saturday um i was at this like real live party right like there was like liquor overflowing and all that stuff
1: right and i was like look at at the way she's grinning I know, like, woman just tell the baby,
0: and this party, you know, there were about I don't know what the PC word. It was, there was well, there was like five or six strip, strippers. Um, trying to work for a buck, right? So there was one girl called uh, who I knew called Lonnie because I went to school with her. Right. So I, I took her outside with me. Mm. And i was like Kari, why like i was like Lodi, auntie, how far auntie? why are you out there dancing for cash and then lordy so, so she looked at me she's like natasha she's like natasha she was like what would you do if your son's at home <laughs>
2: on the floor. I saw this coming. He's hungry.
1: And the only way to feed him was to sleep with a man for a little bit of money because his dad is gone. I ain't got a job now. I ain't got a job now. I ain't got a job now. So for you this is just a good time, but for me this is
2: what I feel like.
1: Do you guys know that? So when you keep I
3: I know it. I know the song. <laughs> kind of awesome. This
2: this this is worse than an Audrey joke. I thought you had at least like an Audrey type joke. This is terrible.
1: <laughs> so bad. It's it's, it's 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 in the same group as in da. da.
2: Uh, that was yeah. the part where you were like, "Hold up!" Yeah, you were like, "You were like, honey, why are you doing this?" And then it's like, uh. "Okay." And then the pause.
0: <laughs> I guess it all lost you trace.
2: Well, <laughs> okay, so <show> yes. <laughs> like, I was seeing you last. You said, "What would
0: you do?" How? I was cracking up. I was
2: cracking. Up. I
3: see. We <laughs> are the find auntie. I am able to do TikTok. Don't, don't let Natasha babysit. Cause what is, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yes, it'll be. It will be like me. Cause like it runs or something. Like I, so I started to do pole classes. Oh, and somebody said to me, <laughs> "It's weird." Cause we tell people they're like pole as an Are you naked? Are you trying to be a stripper? Oh, Is awesome. this oh, I like can I not do this for fun? Of all the things you could think of doing. I oh. would,
1: would you get one in your in your
3: room? Or? I would. If I could, I would definitely. But I can't. But There's I would no. Yeah, we talk about
0: baby making uh you know, because you guys so
2: no
3: because
2: we was still waiting for the next chance. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, honestly, before Natasha railroads this into another conversation, Sorry, are to end here. Where can people find you guys? <laughs> Kesha, go for it. Oh my
3: gosh! So I can be found on Twitter. Zana um, is my username. Uh, yeah. Gosh, you know Twitter still. Zana, but like Jovial Manube, yes. That is where I can be found um, on Twitter um, Instagram like AJ, but it's yeah there's not much there you just see posts of things that just yes fascinate me <laughs> um,
1: fine when
2: at when on Twitter unless if you want to see pictures of my child every day Instagram is the same <laughs> next
0: nah. uh, at Malika Diva on Twitter, Instagram, get your personal, number. I, uh, <laughs> your personal my, number. My uh, cash app is the pound sign, uh, Malaika Diva. Okay, so I only have Twitter and cash app, cash app, pound sign, Malaika Diva. Thank
1: you. Thank you. All right, great, thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate the conversation. <laughs> One more thing from Nats.
0: Oh, we have to announce that this is like we're gonna go on a break.
1: Oh, yes, so we are going on a break, guys. Um, Nat wants to do hot girl summer hmm?
2: in the heat. Allow it, please. Those temperatures are, are giving so 40 degrees plus. So, yeah, so we're
1: <laughs> going on a break, guys. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be out with our regular Patreon. Um, but yeah, yeah this is our very last episode for this season.
0: Yeah, so there'll be more Patreon stuff, so do join us on Patreon. Um and then you'll get more context as to what's been happening behind the scenes. Um and yeah, and meet to reboot and then like we'll, we'll be back. But uh but we'll be on Patreon.
1: Yeah. Lovely. Awesome, thank you guys. Thank you. I don't...
0: Hi family, you've just been listening to a snippet of our very latest Patreon members only Skies episode. If you would like to listen to the full episode head on over to patreon.com forward slash Skies. That is patreon.com forward slash Skies. You can also access this via any of our social media. Patreon is just one of the ways that we are keeping your podcasts sustainable. That means more episodes, more conversation and more of our community growing. So we'd really appreciate your support. Thank you so much.